you know, some guy on this, uh, it's called, um, there's a page on Facebook called Milton Talk. Yeah. And it's just anything for all the locals to talk about anything and everything, places they recommend, traffic, whatever it might be. So the guy just did a toast and he says here, it goes, notice, please avoid Deary Road going east out of Milton tomorrow from 7 to 8 a.m. Not because of any construction or anything. I just hate the traffic and would like a quick drive into work for once. Thanks. <laughs> Watch that road be busier than it's ever been ever tomorrow. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Everybody's going to take that fucking road. That's funny. I might even leave early just to drive up and down that doing 25. I just- I like it. That's a new song. Let's get <laughs> Okay, let's keep going here. Well, hi there. Happy Thursday. It's July the 4th, 2019, and I'm Eric. Talking Edge is always from beautiful downtown, beautiful downtown Vancouver, British Columbia, Canada. Where, in a weird twist, the real world police are trying to figure out if there was some sort of fear factor involved in a horrible crash yesterday in Hell's Kitchen, in which the Iron Chef's apprentice was the only survivor of a massive wipeout while riding Orange County choppers in an amazing race against his big brother that spanned from the hills in California to the Jersey Shore. Well done for getting that all out. You're welcome. <laughs> That's America. There it is. Happy America that. Day, America. Aside from Iron Chef, we just listed everything that's wrong with America. <laughs> Pretty much, yeah. Uh, I'm glad that you got why I was doing it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's great. Uh, I did find out one thing that's not wrong with America, though, and you're going to get a kick out of this. Oh, this ought to be good. Uh, we have 11% of our listeners are in Virginia are in yeah. a certain town in West Virginia. You're not going to believe it. What? 11% of our American listeners are in Milton, West Virginia. <laughs> no shit. <laughs> Milton represent. <laughs> so I oh, that's so some, cool. Some cross promotion that's going to have to go on there. Um, well, thank you, people of the town of, of both towns of Milton for... Uh, Tuning in to our show. Uh, that's very cool. All right. Milton, I, now, see, now we got to know what the population is of that town. See if it's anything uh, like ours. Uh, probably smaller, I would think. Um, anyway, all right, we're exploding all over the States. It's ridiculous. Um, just picking up, just snowballing all through America, which is fantastic. I love every minute of it. I love that there's Milton, West Virginia, paying attention to us. And I love that they're only listening because you're in Milton, and we talk about Milton a lot. And I'm pretty sure <laughs> the people in um, uh, Ashburn, Virginia, only listen because there's 12 people there named Eric Hunt, and they yep. think I'm one of them. And I'm not going <laughs> to convince them that I'm not. I mean, no, absolutely good. not. Keep, whatever, whatever gets you tuning in. Wow, it's a tiny fucking town. I'm sure it is. Nowhere in America is big. 
It's literally 2,423 people as of 2010 consensus. 2,000 people. Um, 2,400 people. What's the entire... Can you look up Virginia real quick? What's the entire population of Virginia? Yeah. 11% of our listeners in Virginia are in Milton. 91% are in Ashburn. Or 89%, whatever. Population of Virginia. 8.5 million. Jesus. Yeah. Where the hell is Milton? It's just, it's like in someone's pocket. Yeah. 2.5 million. And all of West Virginia has 1.8 million. So 1.8 million and 11% of West Virginia is listening to us. That number doesn't seem correct. 11% of 1.8 million. It would be more than would be more than that town, wouldn't it? I would have to assume so. One percent of a million is a thousand, is it not? So let's do eleven percent. One percent of a million is ten thousand. This is not so. Hey, everybody! Welcome to the show. Uh, happy America Day to all our American listeners. I hope you're having a great. American Independence Day. We're having a, a American Gord can't do math day. It's one hundred ninety-eight thousand people. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. It's not not the population of that. So, <laughs> so one hundred ninety percent of so that's eleven percent. So that's one hundred ninety-eight thousand people. Um, and, uh, so there you go. It's actually if it's eleven percent of the twenty-four hundred people, then it's two hundred and sixty-four people. Two hundred and sixty-four people, but it's 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 uh, uh, it's my understanding that eleven percent of that combined with our Ashburn listeners. Uh, this is too much math for the show, and I'm not going to bother with it. But I'll figure it out. If there's two hundred people down there listening to us, we gotta we gotta go say something to them. That that's a that that's a legit that's a that's a big cult. <laughs> I, uh, I was thinking about the uh, Vancouver number last night, and this is strictly the anchor numbers I'm going on here. But the anchor number was somewhere around that. 210 people, I think it was, in Vancouver. Oh, shit. And I was like, I don't know 210 people. There's definitely not 210 people here that like me. Well, um, now, because they don't know you, they just know you of the show. That could be. <laughs> and I'm pretty likable on the show. Like, way more than I am if you meet me in real life. Yeah, see, and that's the difference, right? <laughs> it's yeah, all about the persona. <laughs> 75% of our BC listeners are here in Vancouver. Uh, I'm not sure what the BC number is, but it's a big number. This is good. These are good numbers. I'm, I'm very happy with our uh, listenership, I'm going to say. Um, it just gets better and better, and I, I get happier and happier. So keep it up, guys, and, and let me know what you think. Go to uh, eric at ericandgore.com, go to ericandgore.com, and tell us uh, why you listen and, and why we should keep doing right for you guys. What do you do while you're listening? What do you That's do while you're listening? Right? Do you, do you, do you, are you sitting there having drinks? Are you, are you getting high? Are you stone cold sober? Are you doing Not math equations while you're listening to us? What are you doing? Not a chance anyone sober isn't enjoying our show. Um, <laughs> what, what, was, uh, what, what about the, uh, the pork and wine? What about the pork and wine show? How'd that go? Oh, that... it went really well. Yeah, I did that last night. Um, so, yeah, that was a lot of fun. Um, uh, sound quality was way better. We did it through Zoom. Um, sound quality was way better. Um, we. It, the funny thing is, was he 
instead of basically redoing the first episode, we basically just sort of just continued on from where the first one left off. That's a good way to do <laughs> so, it. So if you if if nobody since he never posted the first one because the sound quality was so fucking it was he was having a massive issue of trying to do editing and uh, trying to get the sound levels right because uh, my sound was good but his sound was terrible. Um, I have that problem a lot with you. Yeah, so it was kind of humorous trying to figure all that out. Um, so we just he, so he jumped right in. Like the last time we talked about like we started off talking about like so let me talk let's let's get the the drinks part of the way and. Talked about uh, mead. If I've ever had mead before, which anybody who doesn't know, mead is the original. That's where beer came from. Beer originally I've never called had mead. mead. It's I've never it's had it's, real it's mead. not tasty. No, not I've tasty. Yeah, and not carbonated. In case anyone doesn't know, that's right. Yeah, it's not carbonated, and it's 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 just it's just it's not good. <laughs> um, uh, so yes, yeah, so we talked a bit about that, and there was then. But we finished the episode off with talking about knives, because him being a chef, me being a knife guy, lots of commonality there. Uh, so we're talking knives and everything else. So literally, we just started this one off right on, just jump right in, boom, 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 knives, 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 knives. So it's been like the first like half an hour just talking about knives. It's kind of nice. That's very cool. Yeah. So yeah, it was a lot of fun. So yeah, I really enjoyed it. And uh, he's going to be reaching out to you because he wants to have you on the show too. So. Oh, that'd be great. I'd love to. Yeah. Um, I figured out. I, I don't talk about knife or foods. No, but you've eaten food, so you have an opinion about it. I have eaten food. I I have occasionally. I don't very often anymore. Um, <laughs> but I've I've I know I remember. If it's any consolation, I'm eating enough for two of us. So perfect. <laughs> when is when, when are you due? <laughs> I was due like 35 years ago. <laughs> I'm going to birth a senior citizen. Uh, there's, a, there's a little thing that I like to uh, to uh, call the ladies out on because you know none of that's true, right? Um, what? When, when, the, when, when your pregnant lady goes, oh, I'm eating for two. No, no, you're not. You're fat. No. Yeah, um, no. that's, that's, you, you don't, that doesn't work that way. Um, just in case any new expectant moms out there, in case you're wondering, you're lying. Yeah, we know it. <laughs> of uh, course, us as guys, we can't say that to you while you're pregnant if we're with you. No. But, but we can say it now because, well, fuck yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, no, it's not true. You get very little food goes from that you eat actually goes to the baby. You get to eat your nutritious stuff good, and that's about it. So Yeah. <laughs> yeah so when you're craving that ice cream and fucking pickles... That ain't for the baby. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's for you. <laughs> so 0.75 is, is, what's 75% of 1,200? That's like 900 people. It's like 900 people in Vancouver listening to this show. I find that difficult to believe. But I love it if it's true. 900? Come on. That'd be 900 amazing. people do not well, like me. Well, then again, though, think about it. We've got, what, almost 7,000 listeners? So, yeah, why not? And nine that makes sense to have a bulk of it sitting in locally to you. That makes sense. No, nobody likes me. It must be people looking to figure out how to get in touch with you. No, uh, no. It's not about liking you specifically. It's about liking it's my about, persona, yeah. It's about, well, it's, it's about the fact that we're a show that's gaining momentum, that talks real shit about real issues without putting a liberal or conservative spin on anything. We just literally just say it as it is. That and is I very. That's true. a breath of fresh air for a lot of people. Yeah, I, I I guarantee you're right. Um, it certainly is for me. Uh, yeah, I'm getting 
getting a much much needed perspective on everything. Um, there was a story today, in fact, and God love me, I can't fucking remember it. Um, something that you were talking about that I wanted to pick up on again um, because that's not going to narrow it down. You, you were right about something. Hmm. Again, that doesn't narrow it down. Um, <laughs> you were right about something. Anyway, last time we talked, you said something, and it was right. So there you go. Mm. I'm admitting it. I'm not saying I was wrong. I'm saying you were right about something. (laughs) I just fucking... Look, I'm not saying that that I'm wrong. Just, you're right. (laughs) I'm saying you were... uh, I don't know. I wrote it down earlier, too. And, uh, nope, not here. Did you just write down Gord was right? (laughs) Yeah, I probably did. Uh, Gord was like, fuck. (laughs) What the hell were you talking about? Nothing, not a clue. Anyway, uh, people will remember, write me in an email and tell me what the hell Gord was right about. Um, <laughs> it, it was something. I don't know if it was even, I don't know, not important. That, something cool, though. That Tara chick will probably write in saying, oh, it's because Gord was overeating again? Oh, probably. Well, <laughs> I don't know. She's got to come up with something better, obviously. You're starting to like her. <laughs> that last gag was fucking genius, though. I mean, that shit was funny. I, I get props for props or two. She's learning from the best. She probably listens to us. Hey, Tara, if you're out there listening, please uh, let me know. Let me know. I always pick on Gord, but what about me? Because you're skinny, and she doesn't pick on skinny people. I guess so, and I look pretty good in that in that little video I made. Like, like for a skinny, like, uh, unhealthy dude, I look good. It's funny. <laughs> oh, I look forward to checking it out later. It's very funny. I, I liked it very much. It was just an off-the-cuff thing. I just wanted to see if I could do it, and I did. And I think I should do more. Uh, I think commercial acting is where I'm at in life. So anyone there who needs a commercial and an and actor for their commercial, because the ones I audition for, I'm I'm not like good at or qualified for. Um, they send me stupid things to audition for. Like it's it's never anything worth me auditioning for ever. Well, what do like, you think they're gonna do? Send you the role of fucking Thor? Like, come on, man. Well, no, no but they send me stu- stupidity. Like it's just it doesn't make any sense. Um, we need you to play a short black girl. <laughs> yeah, stuff like that. Uh, the one legitimate one that I could have probably gotten that I tried really hard, but I couldn't make the audition because it was in America, um, was for a auto mechanic who killed his mom. And I actually looked oh. exactly like the guy. It was freaky. Well, shit. So why didn't you jump on that opportunity? Because it was in America and I don't have ID to get across the border. Oh. Um, but yeah, it was, it was for like one of those like, uh, recreation shows, like, you know, the, those, those shows that go back and create a murder and it was this this mechanic who killed his mom he was in his forties and he was, I looked just like him. It was super creepy. So just like that fucking picture of that guy wanting for diddling children in your area. Oh no. That I look look like. That's not for diddling children. That's for hookers. That was, that's Picton's brother. That is that, that. Oh, that was for that picture that's, was for Picton's that's Robert brother? Picton's oh, really? brother. Yeah, that's 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 uh, David Picton, Robert Picton's brother, who's oh, who's free and could come down here and hang out anytime he wants. And we thought that people thought he did. And those posters were posted around to warn people that he was back in town because everybody knows he's the one who really did everything. Right. Yeah. Uh, except for the police, obviously. Yeah, no, obviously. 
Wow. You know, speaking of, uh, well, not Picton specifically, but um, uh, I've been listening for the last fucking probably week and a half um, on the talk radio. They've been doing these huge expose things like multi, it's like a 12 part fucking series all on the um, the gay, uh, the gay, the, the murders in Toronto that happened out of the gay district. Amazing. Amazing. Right? Uh, MacArthur. Bruce, something. Bruce MacArthur. MacArthur, yeah. Um, it's been, holy fuck is it other than fascinating. Now, first of all, he actually just did his first court, report, uh, court appearance, and he just, I'm guilty. Yeah. No, no trial, and I say, good on you, sir. It's about time that somebody stood up and just said, you know what? Yeah, that was me. Sure, and why not? No, did I you mean, know how he got caught, though? No, I, I, I think I did, but I don't recall. Well, this was crazy when the, because... Like the whole backstory is insane about how, like, the reason why it went on so long and all the prejudice going on that was going on throughout the whole city and how the cops weren't going to look into it because they just said, oh, well, gays are just violent to other gays. That's why we're not going to look into it. They didn't care. Yeah. Yeah. So once they finally sort of realized that, oh, shit, we actually have a serial killer, his name came out the most common thing. So they went to his. They went and looked into it. They had enough for a fucking warrant. So they go to his house or his apartment, whatever the fuck it was. And when they get inside his place, he's got a dude handcuffed to the fucking bed against his will. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah. The process fucking murdering a guy. I remember that. Yeah, that's incredible. Like talk about being caught fucking red handed. Holy shit. So yeah, yeah. Was, that was just fucking nuts. So like, you know, being able to, to to hear about like all the history of Toronto and how they're like doing the uh, the the arrests on the on the the, uh, the bathhouses and certain all the gay clubs. Uh, there is this one club where the cops got access from the owner because they basically strong armed the owner, and they got access into a closet. Um, that looked into that has this like window up above that looks into the guy's bathroom and they were catching guys that were just going in there hooking up the club going in the bathroom and fucking yeah and every time they did the cops would come out and they would bust them and charge them for lewd and indecent acts even though it's two consensual adults you know in a fucking stall where nobody's complaining about anything um and it was it was just it was the craziest shit where Finally, a group, uh, a, a group of um, of uh, gay rights groups, and the owner of the club himself ended up going against this, and a bunch of other people got involved, and they ended up basically coming out saying, "This is the very definition of entrapment. You can't fucking do this." And they ended up being not allowed back in that room again, and it was crazy because there'd be like five cops stuffed in a fucking closet. Yeah, and talk about, I mean. The jokes on this are unlimited. You know, here you got a bunch of dudes stuffed in a closet watching gay dudes fuck. Come on. Like, like this shit just writes itself, you know what and, I mean? And he, he was burying people all over, just in his customers' yards. I love that. Yeah. About yeah, there's, yeah, this one lady got um got the phone call saying, hey, we, 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 we kind of need to go to your garden. She's like, what are you talking about? Um, Yeah, well. Your your gardener is like, oh Bruce, he's such a nice guy, does such a great work, and he's yeah, right. very passionate about his job. Yeah, um, yeah, he certainly was. 
we need to dig up your backyard. <laughs> sure enough, there's like fucking four bodies in her backyard. Just oh. awesome. Like, just wow. That's whole thing was just crazy. It just so the, the stereotypical, like, well, he's such a nice guy. He really loves his job. Like, they always, they're always the nice yeah. guy. They're always, oh, yeah. it's always the least expected. I just once, like, there is, oh, I always go back to this because it's a great example. There's that one example where there's a whole rash of when, when all these, uh, black guys were getting shot by the cops for doing stupid shit. And every time you always heard about the fucking, the, like the family or friends, whatever, with the interviews, they're like, oh, he was such a great person. He was a really nice guy. And everyone would say a bunch of a nice person, where even where, even though the guy's a fucking long nosed fucking gangbanger, piece of shit guy with a fucking arrest fucking list goes down his fucking body. I mean, so long. You know, oh, and then shit. there's this. What? Sorry, carry on. No, carry, carry on. Uh, then there's this one dude who gets shot by the fucking cops and his father does the interview. And again, you're expecting the same bullshit. And the father goes, my son was a piece of shit. <laughs> <laughs> I told him he'd go to fucking, he'd get shot and killed for his stupid acts. And there he is. He's dead. Fuck him. I'm glad he's dead. He's just fucking idiot. <laughs> like, Genius. Finally, it was said. Too funny. Here's one. Sorry to interrupt. I was kind of just out of the out of the back of my eye, out of the back of my eye, reading some stuff that's behind me. So I was reading out of the back of my eye. Um, one of the roles that they sent me that shoots in Vancouver, uh, casting yeah. the web series um, Fools for Hire. Two twenty-something actors trying to make it uh, in the world of acting, but find it difficult without a resume or any skills. And uh, they want me to audition for Barry. The, the acting coach, <laughs> an, an intense and zany acting coach who holds a seminar where the two main characters attend. <laughs> oh, that is like fucking hurt. You've got to do that. All those bad Disney shows where they always have like the terrible teacher, like Mr. Belding. I'd be like a Mr. Belding at, at yeah. <laughs> acting school. You have to fucking audition for that. That's awesome. That's a good one they sent me. That's uh, I get these every day pretty much. Um, uh, let's see, a live action, a live action concept of a cartoon. What the oh, crap shit. is that crap? Uh, anyway, this is this is boring going through this. I never do this on the air, but um, what cartoon show is it? Have you heard this crap about people being mad that the Ariel in the new movie is? Uh, oh, that's no pay. You know, I'll skip that one. Uh, Ariel in the new um, uh, Little Mermaid is, is black and and. White people are upset about this, uh, apparently. That, oh, how could Ariel be black? Uh, what? She's a fish. Who gives a shit? It's a yeah. fish girl. What difference does it make? Um, I, would, could, could anyone... God damn it, you people in your falls finding racism where it doesn't exist. Um, not to mention oh, there's, exactly. only ever, there's only ever been like one black person in a Disney movie anyway. Like, yeah. Like they're, they're, what the fuck? And it's a fish. By the way, in case anyone didn't know, that's like getting mad because they originally they, they cast a cartoon instead of a real mermaid. I can't yeah. believe they <laughs> put real cartoon cartoons in that movie instead of all real people. I bet it, that, real real genies and mermaids up. are upset. Fuck I'm off. just disappointed that with the, with that uh, if the, with the live action, which I hope they do, by the way, which I hope they include this scene. I hope they include the scene of the f first thing that happens when she fucking becomes human. Is that she shits herself constantly. <laughs> that would be cool. Um, I, talk about factual. <laughs> I'm pissed off that the real Aladdin doesn't have Gilbert Godfrey. 
Yeah, what anyway, the fuck now, is there's that? something to get mad about. Yeah, that's just dumb. Absolutely retarded. I can understand. Like, now, Will Smith, whatever. He's Will Smith. I'll let it go. But that's that's a bit of a stretch. Will Will Smith trying to fill Robin Williams' shoes. Uh, well, that's, like, mean, that's like me trying to fill Ron Jeremy's pants. It's just not happening. <laughs> yeah, but who would be able to fill fucking Rob Williams' fucking role in that, though? I mean, like, there's... There's nobody that could really do that role as well as what he did that role in the cartoon. Uh, uh, yeah, well, I, then I guess go the completely opposite direction with it. That's cool. I could see them doing that. If he's nothing like the original genie, then sure, that's awesome. To John Lovitz. <laughs> John, at, like, but very similar to uh, like he was in The Critic. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Just lethargic. Meh. It stinks. <laughs> It stinks. It stinks. That would be awesome. See? Hey, Genie, I have another. I have another wish. It stinks. <laughs> we should. I actually have two personalities auditioning for stuff. Let's see, what's this one? His name's my balls. <laughs> and my they balls. still sent. They still send my balls auditions. <laughs> my balls. That summer. Hope your balls ain't getting too sweaty. My balls have 55 acting jobs with 24 productions in Vancouver, Canada. Holy crap. <laughs> I should check these more often. That's crazy. You really should. My balls can get all kinds of money. Oh, this is a paid one. Oh, the Unseen Realm. See, that's in Bellingham. That doesn't count. Uh, that's like a religious documentary they want me to be in. That'd be great. Oh, please do that. Oh, whatever. It pays 125 bucks a day. I'll do anything that pays that kind of money. Yeah. <laughs> Single scene in a in a spec commercial. That's probably those uh, those guys. What are those guys? Uh, the the uh, Hakeem Optical. Holy shit! Did they ever take over the world? And I don't get it because you have you ever been into a Hakeem Optical looking at glasses? I have not. Okay, I have. I've been in three fucking stores, and it's one pair repeated four thousand times. There's no difference on any of them. They all look the exact same. And they That's never cool. understood it. I'm like, what the shit is this? Like, why isn't there the hell? This is awesome. Listen to this crap. A commercial project description. High quality commercial will be filmed in one take, focusing on a couple pulling up to a scenic location in their car. Pay two hundred dollars. <laughs> two hundred okay. bucks to to look like you're pulling up to a scenic location. Uh, my God bless the entertainment industry, and and I I need to get in and get some of this money. God damn it! Oh, that's uh, that's funny. No, it's not about the money. I do it for the love, and for the fans. Um, <laughs> that's two hundred that, bucks a scene at my level. That's what they're offering me. What do real actors make? My God, <laughs> it's like what's George Clooney getting? Holy shit! Oh Jesus Christ! They gotta be lying. I bet they lie. But because like, they they have, you always hear their on like Entertainment Tonight or whatever it says their their net worth. They're lying. Always. Absolutely. Always. always. I would too. Full of bullshit anyway. I would too. That's the weird thing when you get on a set, you figure out what's actually fake on a movie set. It's like nothing is real. The people aren't real. The cameras aren't real. It's all fake. Like you can't drink. You don't really drink drinks and eat food. I did a I did a St. John's ambulance training video, and my girlfriend at the time got in trouble because she kept eating the food. We're in a restaurant, <laughs> and she kept eating the food, and they lose their mind. Stop eating the food! You're wrecking the shot. She's like, "What are you doing?" Like they didn't have extra food to like fix her plate. 
Um, but they had real food on the plate. You just weren't allowed to touch it. There was Subway in the off camera for us to eat, which I'd rather eat the fake food than Subway. But yeah, yeah, why not, right? Uh, Jesus, I just got a job offer for Vancouver, BC, at a company called Dream Rentals. Cool. Yeah, twenty-two bucks an hour. That's awesome. Do they have? Uh, are they tied into Sleep Country at all? Because you would think Sleep Country would want Dream Rentals. Yeah, no, they are. Uh, it's a downtown but, Vancouver real estate travel agent firm. Ooh, you'd be a good real estate travel agent. Yeah, but I don't think. Like you're selling, uh, um, is that like selling property out of the country kind of thing? Yeah, but I think. Let me see. What do I got to do? And Gary Glenn Ross kind of stuff. You'd be good at that if you could sell fake properties to people, like bullshit <laughs> in the states. Oh my god, would you ever be good? Uh, I'd buy a bullshit me. ranch off you, and I'd know it was crap, and you'd still convince me. <laughs> yeah, it's it's true. I I am good at it. <laughs> I actually got one hell of a great comment from a customer today that said, because uh, they, I spoke to the woman before over the phone and she was just really impressed with my demeanor over the phone. And she came in and ended up buying a, a bed off of me. And uh, after I did the whole pitch and everything else and uh, wrote the order up, she's like, you know, you are really, really good at this. She was like, I don't feel like, she was, sometimes when you come out, you almost feel dirty. Like, you just sort of got to take advantage of it. She goes, but I feel, like, proud of what I just got. I'm like, well, I'm like, you got a good bed. I said, like, I'm proud of what you got. You should be proud of what you did. I said, you did a good job. She's like, but you did it all. I'm like, no. All I did was present the options. You made the decision. Oh, my God. She's like, that's, and this is why you're so good at what you do. That's very cool. Um, I am just going to go right ahead and change my email. Uh, that's not something we're going to talk about on the air, but I signed up for a free trial that wasn't free, and now I owe some money to somebody, then it's not getting paid. <laughs> uh, well, I got to be careful with that now that I'm famous. Um, yeah, that's very cool, Gord. That's great. Uh, you are good at your job. And the ladies and gentlemen who are in the GTA, uh, head over to uh, where Gord works and buy some beds in Bolton. Yeah. I'm not going to name the place. But go to Bolton and look for Gord. Buy some beds. Yeah, yeah, uh, damn straight. It's the season. Back to school is coming up. You want some beds. Your kids need to sleep to go to school to be smart. Um, everybody knows sleep's the key in math. But I failed math, and look at me. I'm a wild success. So uh, the bed's <laughs> more important. No, actually, I can give you a direct thing with that one because I'm a guy who spent many, many, many years only sleeping between two and four hours a night. Yeah, not good. And look at me. I, I, That's I, what I do I, now. I can barely tie my shoes. Yeah, and, you know, so now I'm finally getting more sleep. Well, I won't tonight, but... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, but, uh, yeah, I'm finally getting better sleep. And look at me. I'm successfully, completely in debt by working for a mattress company. So it's great. Yeah, it is very cool. Um, yeah, that's uh, we need better jobs. Yes. Uh, no, we need the podcasting thing to be our job is what we need. And um, if anyone's going to help us with that, I'm really hoping it's going to be Radio Public because I'm putting a lot of effort in you guys. <laughs> Radio Public. If you're not listening to us on Radio Public, you should be because they'll help us get some money, which helps us keep our show going. Um, that's because Radio Public helps p people like you discover shows like us and everybody benefits. Um, 
you yeah, yeah, yeah shit sorry i'm gonna just start that over again in five minutes because that really sucks <laughs> you know it's funny that we're doing the radio public because i actually mentioned um uh oh wow no hang on uh i mentioned uh shit what the fuck's that called uh what's the one we get paid on? podcoin um, yeah, I mentioned that because uh, when I did the the guest appearance, uh, the guy had asked me, you know, so what do you like? How do people listen to you? So I first one I mentioned was Podcoin. I said it's a great thing because you get you know you get paid, or we get paid, and you get paid to do it. And it's a great thing. We all got talking. He's actually cashed in a ten dollar, uh, got himself a ten dollar fucking check from them. Oh, really, I haven't even paid attention in months because I thought they they were lame. Um, so That's he actually did get paid out of it, which is kind of nice. And so we did this little spiel about it, and he faces off. He goes, you know, I was actually going to do the plug for them. He goes, but I don't think I have to anymore because you pretty much just took care of that. That's great. Thanks, man. <laughs> like, yeah, no worries. That's pretty cool. So, yeah. so I'm not good at – see, when it comes to when we're doing the show, when Eric is really good at being able to do the uh, – like uh, doing the advertisements and, and catching the taglines and things like that, me – that's not my skill. I, I, I don't have, I'm not a, a script reader in that sense. I'm not able to do that perfect script reading of the way Eric can do it so flawlessly, um, except for this particular moment. Um, <laughs> but when I like something and I'm passionate about it and it really works, that's when my, because I just comes out as just a general conversation. Me saying, no, seriously, check it out because it's really good for this reason. Um, sure. So it's nice that it got recognized by somebody else as well. That's just like, yo, see, look, you do talk about it. You that know. is pretty cool that it just uh, kind of happened that way, though. Mm-hmm. And it'll probably get just as much exposure as anything he's done. Yeah. Cause it, cause you're, you're, I'm good at this stuff. Well, I just like to talk. And when, I, when there's a thing, when there's something I'm interested in, I, like, once I start to understand it, like, like that's been the hardest thing about doing the pot that they do in this podcasting has been difficult for me in the sense because I don't, I don't understand anything that goes on. Like I really don't. I, right. I'm really fucking clueless about like when I see people talk on that podcasters, uh, uh, uh thing on Facebook, when people are asking advice about something, I'm, I can only say is, yeah, you should talk to Eric. Yeah. <laughs> I've, I've seen that a couple of times. I appreciate yeah. that. I do this show, but I don't have a fucking clue on what we're doing and how yeah. we're doing it and how you we know, get around. The out. things in those internet groups, I don't understand half the crap they're asking. Like, It's no wonder you have four listeners. What the hell are you worried about bit rates and stuff for? Yeah, uh, right. It's something funny to talk about. Yeah. Uh, there's a lot of tips for anyone who wants to know. There's a lot of tips on Radio Public. <laughs> they've got a lot of tips for uh, podcasters and, and they've got a whole pages and pages devoted to helping do your show better. It's because uh, they really support us and I'd like you to support them by listening to us with the free Radio Public app from iOS or Android. When you listen to our show on Radio Public, everybody benefits. It works for everyone, everywhere. Radio Public's available everywhere in the world. Uh, it's 100% free, no hidden fees or subscriptions. It's easy to use. It works on Apple and Android, and it's just as easy to turn it on the radio. In fact, there's a Radio Public radio uh, button that you can click, and when you finish an episode, you use that radio mode to hear shows you may not have heard previously. Um, if you're using another app, you can easily import your subscription to Radio Public. It doesn't require a login. Just download the app, and you're good to go. Uh, it's committed. Uh, that's enough. Radio, Radio Public. You listen to it, everybody benefits. Start now. And go to Facebook. Look at the commercial I made for them. Um, very cool commercial. 
uh, just saying what I just said, but you get to see my face saying it. It's pretty neat. It's funny. <laughs> um, I want to do a shout out to somebody. Please. I love shout outs. We never do those anymore. No, it's true. Um, so I want to do a shout out. Uh, it's a gentleman out of the States. Uh, his name is Johnny Stout is his name. He is a custom knife maker uh, out of the U.S. Johnny uh, he Stout. Does. Johnny Stout is his name. Um, he just posted a set of these, oh my God, breathtakingly gorgeous folding knives. They're just, I mean, Damascus steel blades, customized handles with Damascus spacers between them. Like these things are fucking gorgeous. So I just comment on them. It's like true works of art. I hope to someday own one of your knives because I talked to him about it before. They're really expensive. You're looking at like a thousand bucks for a knife to start. Um, but they're just absolutely beautiful. And he actually commented back to me and he said, you know, thank you, Gordon. I really appreciate your comment. Let me know when you're ready. I'll build you something special. Oh, wow. Very cool. Like, right. That's fucking awesome. So like, I'm trying to located to again. Get... I'm sorry. Uh, shit. I don't know. Uh, let me find out. See if I can get where he's in, in America. He's in the States. He's in Texas. Yeah, new, he new Braunfels, Texas. Very cool. Well, Johnny Stout from Texas, thanks for being awesome. Yeah. I mean, he does, the work this guy does is absolutely just incredible. Um, I, I've been following him for a little bit. I comment, I actually spoke to him a little while ago about um, some of the knives that he does because uh, he posted this other one that was really, really nice. And uh, I commented and I said, you know, look, I got to ask, how much, how much for that knife? He just said, how much, if I want to buy one of those, how much that? He goes, oh, it starts at 750 bucks. I'm like, fuck, 750. <laughs> Jesus, my most expensive pocket knife is 130 bucks. <laughs> you know I mean? And that's my super high end knife. You know what I mean? Like, Jesus. Well, uh, yeah. Johnny Stode, if you need any further um advertising feel free to get in touch with us at ericandgord.com uh, by a voice message or contact page email whatever you want and we're more than happy to plug you on the show um, oh dude i will plug this shit out of your products i love the work you do it's it's a classic look classic design but with a very new school feel um i'm just i love the work he does it's it's amazing high quality stuff so yeah johnny stout check him out um you can look at his stuff on, uh, I think his, uh, let me get his fucking webpage there. Uh, what the fuck is it here? He's on, uh, well, he's on Facebook at, um, Johnny Stout, johnny.stout.7. Um, I'm assuming he has an actual webpage. I don't know where the fuck it is. Yeah, we'll uh, throw, but he we'll actually, he's a knife maker and an instructor. Very cool. So you can actually um, go to the Johnny Stout School of Knife Making. So, I mean, this guy's like, he's the real fucking deal. We'll throw a little and, link up on uh, ericgord.com where you can uh, figure out more info about him. Yeah, absolutely. Johnny Stout, knife maker extraordinaire. And I, I can imagine is probably not an easy uh, trade to get into. No, I, no. It's, well... I mean, I can say this because my buddy Dave, that's what he's getting into now is he's doing the knife thing. And the, the, the cool thing is, is for the longest time, you were only initially known locally by a bunch of sort of local people, um, the occasional couple of high-end clients that you would know through whatever businesses you've done before. Um, and it was just basically sort of word of mouth. Now, 
you can, um, for people wanting to go on an inside fucking trip on this, uh, if you're into knives at all, like whether you're a knife maker, a knife collector, you're just getting into knives, you want to know more about it, um, any knives, pocket knives, fixed blades, um, chef knives, doesn't matter what it is, any sort of that it, gear, flashlights, compasses, any of that sort of anything that has to do with um, like like knives and gear and uh, survival stuff, that sort of thing. Um, there's an amazing site uh, called CKG. It's called Canada Knife and Gear. It is it's incredible the amount of knowledge that is surrounding this group. If you have a question about literally anything that has to do with a knife, all you do is just post a question. It doesn't matter how how uh, quote unquote dumb your question is. Like if you don't really know anything, say, "Hey, look, I don't really know much about knives, and you know, I, I want to get something good." Literally, just say, "Here's my price point. What's worth it?" And you're gonna get like seventy five fucking answers within like you know a day, not even. And people are going to tell you, get this one, here's the specs, here's what you want, here's what you get this. If you go up by a couple hundred bucks, you can get something like this, that's way better. It's incredible. And my buddy Dave's done that, and he's already hooked up with people from all across fucking Canada and the U.S. Just from being a part of the site, because there's Americans that are on the site, because our knowledge is so good. Well, that's very cool. So yeah, so like, uh, it's it's an amazing fucking concept, and it's an, it's an awesome group, and uh, every time I go on there, as much as I know about knives, I go on there and I feel like a fucking amateur compared to these guys, because these dudes are insane with what they know. Very cool. So, yeah. Um, I would like to know stuff like that. I'm just, I'm not good with anything like that. I'm good with... Um... Uh, what am I good with? I'm good with woodworking. That I can do. Anything else, I'm I'm useless. Fuck, I wish there was a way I could take a fucking picture of this guy and send you one of these knives. I'm like, God, dude, you guys got to see this shit. They're just oh, awesome. I'm, I'm looking at them right now on stoutknives.com. And uh, there's a button. There's a button now on ericagore.com where you can uh, click and it'll take you right over there to stoutknives.com. And you can see what Johnny Stout's all about. Oh, like, aren't they just beautiful? Um, like they are very cool. I like gorgeous. the handles are awesome. Yeah, and it's the, the real deal. Like it's real. Like he he doesn't fuck around. Everything on this thing is top quality. You know, he uses anything from no carbo stainless steel Damascus, anything and everything to titanium to fucking bone to exotic woods to exotic fucking bones. Um, hands engraves like he does all hand engraving for everything. Oh my god. I'm getting a fucking heart on here. It's amazing. Why is it not letting me post this fucking thing? There we go. There we go. Uh, yeah, the, uh, it all looks very, very cool. Um, I'll check it out more when I'm not trying to talk to you. This is a bad idea trying to do stuff while I talk to you. Yeah, I know. We both get sidetracked real easily here. <laughs> but I didn't get a lot of work done today, so... I'm trying to get it done for you now because I got sidetracked because I actually figured out an animation thing. And so I did that a lot today. Nice. That's In cool. Instead of uh, doing stuff, I worked on an Eric and Gord cartoon. I might make like an epic Eric and Gord cartoon movie and no one will care about this little mermaid, whether she's white, black or otherwise, because uh, my epic little cartoon movie might be pretty fantastic. I, I have a question for you. I have a concept. Our button's not working. Um, I have a concept that's a pretty great idea that I don't, I'm not going to spoil on the air, but 
So let's go to your question instead. Okay. <laughs> um, um, shit, what was my question? It was that the question? Because that's no, rough. No, I, I don't. Yeah, I, that, that's a I can't answer that. <laughs> um, uh, talk about air, air, uh, Ariel. Uh, talk about that. Ariel. Uh, uh, no, I've already lost it. Shit. Is something to do with Ariel? Uh, no, not really. No, but okay. it gave me an idea to think about something, and uh, yeah, so, no, it's it's long gone. No oh, always good to have an idea to think about something. Oh, I really like that. It's like a Swiss Army. Oh, that was really cool. Okay, I got to quit looking at these knives. That'll take up with the whole story. Everybody check out that. Go to ericandgord.com and, and check out uh, Stout Knives. Um, there's a link at the bottom, way at the bottom of our homepage. Uh, link to uh, stoutknives.com. Yeah, Johnny Stout, man. Guy's fucking genius. Really, oh. really, really good. Uh, where is the link? Uh, now I'm on our website and I can't see the link. So uh, never mind that, guys. Don't do that yet. <laughs> it's on here somewhere. Well, it's, just, it's not like we're broadcasting this live. You know I mean? Oh yeah, you know what? I'll, I'll cut this all out and. Uh, <laughs> no, keep it in. This is genius. Um, it shows our amazing train of thought. There's the voicemail. There's the thing. Where the fuck is Johnny Knife's fucking cutty thing? I just put up here. <laughs> Didn't work. Was it this little skeleton? No, I have no idea where it went. Oh, maybe it's on a different page. This is good stuff. Everybody, you should check out ericandgord.com like I am. It's like a new learning thing every day. Because <laughs> you got to understand, when I'm building the website, I don't actually see the website, right? I, I see a weird computery thing full of jargon. That, and then that, that jargon makes a web page when you go to ericandgord.com. But I don't go to ericandgord.com. Um, so I never know what it's going to look like when I finally do. Every day is an adventure. That certainly is. <laughs> uh, speaking of which, did you get your newsletter? I did. I haven't opened it yet, but I did get it. Oh, okay, good. I sent them out to... Uh... Scout knives. Yeah, it, the link's on there. Oh, how come it's not on mine? Uh, thank you, everybody, for who requested the newsletter and who subscribed to it. That uh, helps us look really good, and hopefully it's somewhat informative to you guys of what the uh, Champion Tree Entertainment Company is up to. Uh, not a lot about uh, Eric and Gord in this issue, because... You hear us every day. I don't, and all we talk about is what we do or what we've done or what we're gonna do. So I didn't think I needed to put out a whole bunch of it to to us. Um, but I thought you might want to know what our production company is doing. Otherwise, um, so there you go. And then you can expect the next one next month. Uh, it's very cool that people actually signed up for that thing. Um, yeah. So hopefully I'll have next the uh, July issue out um, a little bit quicker than this one. Sorry, there's a very loud Chinese lady interrupting me. Yes, there is. <clears throat> I don't know. Oh, I remembered now. Oh. <laughs> I remember what I was going to ask you. <laughs> That's what I needed. I needed the Chinese reference. <laughs> um, so, okay, so we all know that um, uh, Dire Straits in their song um, um, Money for Nothing, they had to delete that whole verse um, that was that said that uh, that little faggot got his own dear airplane. That little faggot, he's a millionaire. They had to get rid of that because of the word faggot. Right. Now, I was on my way into work this morning. I'm flipping through the radio and I end up stopping on the radio station because they're playing fucking um, um, uh, "Born in the uh, Born in the USA" by Bruce Springsteen. Great. And song. I'm listening. One of the best songs song. ever. Right, and it's it's an awesome tune. But I realized that in that song, because he actually uses the line about talking about uh, being sent out to the Vietnam War and to shoot to, sh to shoot the yellow man. Yeah. 
And I was wondering, how come nobody has turned around and claimed that as being racist yet? Oh, I'm sure they would, except for the fact that it's killed them. And that's a good thing as far as racists are concerned. And they're probably stoked about that line. Well, no, I understand that the racists are fine with it, but I'm talking about like the, the, the more liberal side. Um, how can you how can you allow this big symbolism of US be about killing a guy that they actually use the term of the yellow man? Well, I think because American liberal or, or otherwise, you want to kill some yellow people in your lifetime. That's just an American case. <laughs> um, they love that shit. <laughs> they eat that shit like American pie. <laughs> they, they really do. Like the liberals, just they just don't want to kill the ones that the conservatives want to kill. They can't agree on who to kill, but they all want to kill some. <laughs> so the yellow man gets to stay. That's fine. I would think so. Just if it was like a um, be friend to your yellow man and don't make fun of his driving, then they'd want it out right away. They'd be like, "That's racist." <laughs> <laughs> but just saying you want to kill the yellow man, that's 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 more than fine. Nah, eh, who doesn't? I don't. I'm not saying I do. I'm saying Americans do. No, I don't know why. Maybe they, they just let that one slip. I don't know. The boss gets away with stuff. That's why he's the boss. That's, that's, I guess that's true. Yeah, <laughs> one of those random weird things. I just I heard it and I just saw it. Cause like, not that I want to see that happen because I, I'm completely against this whole overt racism thing that everything's considered racist. But... Yeah. That doesn't um, bring up the uh, horrible idea of censoring songs like that. I mean, we start cutting and a whole lot of good music go bye bye. Yeah, and that's just it, and that's what that's just it has to stop because you know if you don't dire like straits. it, you just stop um, listening to it. Feel free to fuck with Dire Straits all you want. I'm cool with that. No, like, you know what though? But I have a problem with that because do you, do you know what that was written about? Who? I should yes, say yeah, I do actually. I know I'm, I'm I'm actually very familiar with it only because of the controversy that surrounded it. I looked into it, so yeah, it's it's about Nikki Six from Motley Crue. Yeah, which is uh, hilarious on its own front, but I mean, you're calling a guy like again proof that you're that the term faggot has nothing to do with gay because there's nothing gay about Nikki Six. That guy has fucked more fucking women than Ron Jeremy for God's sakes. You know, yeah, like, that's probably uh, because he's so gay. Yeah, well, of course, you know that's <laughs> why. You, yeah, of course, that's a, just a, a, a lot of ridiculously gay men to sleep with a lot of women to make to cover it up. Yeah, but uh, yeah, no, the guys of Motley Crue, you cannot call them gay. It, that's just no, <laughs> uh, you, you can't do it. Um, <laughs> you, you can't. No, I really no. tried to that up as long as I could. No. Uh, this is impossible to say with a straight face. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> that is really funny. Uh, no, oh. but every time you have a problem with a song, uh, take it out on Dire Straits. I'm cool with that. <laughs> Whoever the band is, just blame Dire Straits and wreck one of their songs. Don't don't bug real bands. <laughs> oh, you're not a fan of Dire Straits? Uh, that's, that's heart-wrenching. I think they're pretty overrated um i know well, i'm not in a majority but his guitar playing is just yeah, yeah, fucking yeah. beyond phenomenal i know that's what everybody seems to think well because it's true it's so true that guy is highly fucking skilled musician and his his repertoire of, of styles that he can play is incredible um he did a thing with uh chet atkins 
Um, and for those that don't know, Chet Atkins is a, is an old time um, uh, guitar player who's got a very unique sort of style to him, and it's really really good. And credited as being one of the greatest guitar players of all time. And yeah, with yeah. Um, and Mark Knopfler did a special with him uh, with a bunch of other people, but Mark Knopfler specifically was one of the big highlights of it. Did he make him put playing, a silent P in his name? Quite possibly. <laughs> not fuller <laughs> well yeah just a uh, really good and that just fucking reminded me hang on actually that just reminded me i gotta make sure i fucking download his uh discography chet atkins <laughs> oh i thought you were gonna say mark Knopfler. no i already has his <laughs> I don't. maybe that's why i'm not i've never improved at guitar playing i just plateaued when i was like 11 it's probably because i don't give any of these guys credit at all they're all phenomenal i just don't give them credit uh, I, I've always been like that. Even since a little kid, I was just like, I'm just as good as you. Really? Show me. No, I don't have to. I know. You want to know one band you should check out, Eric? Uh, I think you might get a kick out of. I don't know if you've ever heard of them. It's a band called X Japan. I have heard of them. Why do I know them? They are, well, they are from Japan. And uh, they are like um like a traditional they're, they're almost like a dragon force sort of band like they're uh they're, they're hair metal they've got the most ridiculous their hair do you remember um the lead singer from fucking the band nitro where he had this <laughs> tiny little fucking head he had this massive like eight foot fucking mane of white hair that is fucking extra pan but all of them very cool i love yeah, when japanese people band. try to actually do things like that like metal. Next up, it was huge. Like they were massive, huge. Like really, really fucking, really big. How do I not and, know them? Um, I know them, but I don't know. No, <laughs> I'll check them out. That's a good idea. I need something yeah. to listen to. Import lately. Yeah, there you go. There's, there's one you can check out. <laughs> That's very good. Oh, too good. And by the way, uh, we we've talked about this other band, uh, the Baby Metal. Yes. Okay. Um. I I got their discography and uh, I was I was I was listening to some of it the other day. They have a song. Um. I bet they have more than one. They do. They do have more than one. But this one in particular, holy shit, is it heavy? Like, like straight up death metal, fucking heavy. And even vocally, they uh, it's got like some. They have. They must have some. Uh, I guess vocalist doing the vocals on because it's just this gnarly fucking rah, 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 sort of vocal line to it and it's i'm just i'm listening to him like is this really baby metal because where's the three little cute chicks you know like what the hell <laughs> you know we'll have to check Crazy. that out yeah i'm a, gonna, i am I have to admit i am a fan of them so we're going to have to do a metal episode pretty soon um oh so. yeah I have a friend uh, named Eric who does a blog all about new metal, and he's constantly bombarding me with way too much information. Um, so I just have to get him on the show, and that way I can record him and remember half of what he tells me. He's just yeah. an, he's an encyclopedia of metal. He's really actually really interesting to talk to, but um, he's very uh, frantic about it. Like as if he, if he, if he doesn't tell you within thirty seconds everything new that's come out in the last ten years, he's going to blow up. <laughs> and you absorb about like half of it, if you're lucky. Now, for anybody who wants to know about metal and its history and its different different genres, uh, the most interactive, greatest website in the world is called mapofmetal.com. 
It is the coolest fucking thing. It's literally just a giant map of the world, and it's got every single subgenre of metal that exists. Really? You think there's like five? No, there's like fucking fifty. Yeah, there's way too many. Yeah, it's insane. And they have what they does is they it gives you it tells you what the genre's name is, gives you a breakdown of what it is, uh, where it came from, and then it has a listing of like ten bands and songs. That is of that type of genre of music. And the wow. cool thing is Black Sabbath is in about a third of them. Oh, really? Yeah, because you got Black Sabbath. They have a song that fits under sludge metal. They got stoner rock. They got, you know, all these different little variations of what you hear that one song. And then you hear these, these bands that have written whole albums that sound like that one Sabbath tune, you know? Right. Yeah, of course. And you have to anything from Sweden. Uh, that looks like they're actually killing people on stage. They probably are. Skip it. Yeah. Very it, yeah. scary, uh, insane stuff they do. And there, and uh, there's the thing is, the Swedish death metal is hilarious because, like, even the um, the what do they have? A prime minister, a president, a dictator, whatever the fuck he is out there. Even he has like when um, during his, uh, I think it's like part of his uh, inauguration or something like that. He actually got a fucking black metal swiss black metal band to play oh yeah well yeah like they, like they the people legit actually fucking like it oh definitely yeah but there's crazy like they have been like people killed on stage and stuff uh, and they was, got the guys that burn churches yeah like they like, they take it a little far <laughs> they're the real fucking deal like i mean you got these guys that come out with the painted faces doing this black metal but yeah, no, these are the guys that you're going to sit back afterwards and have them, like, laughing and drinking a fucking Mai Tai and smiles. No, the sweetest death metal, they, they're they legit. Yeah. This <laughs> they stuff. are angry, face-painted motherfuckers that just want to see the world burn. They are guys that Lars Ulrich does not talk to. Mm-hmm. <laughs> exactly. He's, he's a useless waste of, just, my God, I don't know how he... No one in Metallica ever noticed that he can't play drums. That blows my mind. <laughs> well, it's because he doesn't stop talking. He's great for interviews. That's why. Yeah, I guess so. He's, and he was, you know, it's it, being called the handsome one in Metallica. It's not, not really something to write home about. but uh, <laughs> That's like being called the best looking Ramon. I mean, come on. Yeah, right? <laughs> <laughs> you know, I still remember fucking uh, Radiohead uh, when they when they came out with their first major hit, um, Creep. Uh, there's that one still shot where it's just a still shot of Tom York's fucking face, and it's just it, it looks like a Picasso painting. <laughs> yeah, it really does. <laughs> he's, he's got that fucking Forrest Whitaker thing where one eye is bigger than the other, and you know it's. Mouth is slanted. Yeah, it's just fucking weird looking. <laughs> That's a great band name. I'm going to write that down. That Forrest Whitaker thing. That could be my new band name. <laughs> Not a bad idea. Have you heard the new song by that Forrest Whitaker thing? What do you mean? Like the huge eye? No, that's the name of the band. That's the name of the band. You haven't heard them? Oh my God, they're amazing. It's got a weird eye thing. Yeah, my kick off band. That, that's mean. <laughs> it's fucking funny, is what it is. I actually went to school with a guy, and he may be one of our fans, actually. He could be listening to us, but we named a band after him, and I was in a band very briefly called Thomas Olson's Wandering Eye. <laughs> um, Tom Olson, if you're out there listening, it was a great band, and you're a great guy. 
<laughs> I appreciate your wandering fucking eye for it. It was great. <laughs> Forrest Whitaker thing. I love that. Actually, I will call the band that Forrest Whitaker thing. And our first album will be a tribute to Thomas Olsen's Wandering Eye. How about that? Nice. Why and not? I, tomorrow morning, I'll go to Hakeem Optical for uh, some funding for this. Do <laughs> <laughs> a little cross-promoting there, I think. Hakeem. <laughs> Those guys just blew up like Starbucks. I don't get it. Yeah, I also don't quite understand this. It's a very strange... Um, yeah, I, I don't get it. Like I said, it's... Like, imagine going into... Like, I don't even know what to compare it to. Imagine going into um, uh, a, a clothing store and it's nothing but one white t-shirt. <laughs> yeah. But like 400 different price tags, but it's the same fucking shirt. You know, and that that's what a key mop store is. But they're on one every street corner now. I don't get it. <laughs> it's like, do they just run around hospitals poking babies in the eyes for like two years, make sure they got business. I don't know. I, I just, I don't, I don't know. I don't no. quite understand. I don't think they do that. I'm not saying they do that. Just uh, anyone listening, they don't don't do that. that. (laughs) I I have no no reason to believe they don't do that. No. Um, (laughs) I have no no idea where these people are on eye poking. I just know they sell glasses, and it seems to be an inordinate amount of people that need glasses. I wonder if glasses are kind of uh, like uh, up there with the peanut allergy. Or like the helmets for kids whose heads are shaped weird, you know, like they're kind of like braces for your whole skull. They give those out now. Then like five hundred dollars. Your kid needs to sell them. He's gonna have a weird kid. Every kid has a weird head. What are you doing, paying five hundred dollars to fix your kid's head? They're all yeah. weird, and they're gonna get hurt a lot. Um, it's just ridiculous. Have you seen these? I guess maybe not. They're not too big around here, but you see them. No, it's, it's, I have no it's, idea. it's like braces for your head. <laughs> your whole head is in a retainer now. Because God forbid you have a weird shaped head when you're an adult. Yeah, can't have that. Yeah, like people Donald. will make fun of you, and that hurts your feelings. Yeah, you know who has weird shaped heads? Donald Trump, Bill Gates, Lemmy. Yeah, Ozzy Osbourne, weird head. Everyone who has way more billions of dollars than we ever will will has a weird head. So don't worry about it. And probably bad too. They all wear glasses too. Sons of bitches. I got perfect eyesight. <laughs> Broke. That's why. <laughs> oh, uh, by the way, somebody said somebody did a post about um, in the year 2020. Uh, anybody who wears glasses is not allowed to celebrate anything that year. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You don't have the vision for it. <laughs> I like that. <laughs> Well done, sir. Well done. <laughs> 2020 will be the year of the deaf. Um, the year of the fuck you guys. Because I got perfect vision. As I get older, it seems to get better, but I can't hear shit. Yeah, no, that's one of the other things. I, I got to get around to getting glasses because uh, clearly my glasses are fucking outdated because I, I can't see as good no more. <laughs> I, I love that those things have an expiry date. That is that. that I just love that the prescription runs out. Like, you could just be driving one day, and then your prescription runs out. You're like, oh, my God, I'm fucking blind. Yeah. Well, I got to tell that's you, that's, that's literally how it feels right now for me. Yeah, but I thought it, like, literally happened like that. Like, your prescription just would run out at a certain time. You'd just it be like, stops. you're just walking, and your prescription just stops, and you fall in a fountain. You're like, what the hell? I don't know. My prescription ran out. I thought it... <laughs> All of a sudden, there's no lenses. The lenses just dissolve. <laughs> Turns out they don't work that way, luckily. <laughs> That's what I thought. 
Thank God for that, because I've been wearing the same pair of glasses for like fucking 15 years. <laughs> I wore fake glasses for a long, long time because I thought they looked cool. I still do, actually. Occasionally. Oh, please don't ever admit that again. No, it's true. I was hip. That makes you hip? Well, it made me think I was. Yeah, that, that's, that's, that's a better set of herbs. I was a janitor in art college. I did all kinds of douchey shit to fit in with the douches. <laughs> I didn't actually go to art school, but I was a janitor in art school, so I got to be really pretentious while I cleaned toilets. <laughs> that's like, oh, wow, that just makes no sense at all. No. <laughs> makes sense if you don't think about it. <laughs> That's the trick. Don't think about it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's funny. That is funny. Right. We're going to have to cut this episode. I got to fucking get up early tomorrow. To this anything. That's our regular length of time. It's a good time to say goodnight. Oh. So, uh, thanks for uh, pulling one out up for us on a really busy day for yourself. I appreciate you coming through. Um, everybody go buy some beds because you did that. And uh, until tomorrow night, take care of each other. Yeah, I, I got nothing. All right. <laughs> well, fuck Mark Knopfler then. Good night, everybody. <laughs> fuck Mark <our> Street. <laughs> That's. <laughs>